Hey, you are listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Some men you just can't reach. So you get what we had here last week, which is the way he wants. Well, he gets. Here we go. Back again. That's right. Grumpy Guy Tactical. <laughs> I'll try to get this episode uploaded in a timely fashion. It's, it's all right, I man. was only about 24 hours late. Yeah, that's 36 fine. hours late on the last one. Dude, by government standards, you were early. That is true. So, congratulations. I, dude, oh. I, I totally just spaced it. Like, I thought I was going to do it the next week. Yeah. So, I was going to, I planned on sitting down and doing it last weekend. And so, I'd have it ready for the next Friday. Yeah. And I just got my Fridays mixed up. I was like, oh shit, that was supposed to come out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Whoops. we appreciated your, your intro. Did you like that? The, Pirated yeah. some music? Yep, exactly. That'll get us in even more trouble yeah. on YouTube. More reasons to flag us besides well, all that. We haven't gone to YouTube. Speech. I don't ever put it to YouTube intentionally anymore. Yeah. So we don't get flagged. I don't think they want us anyways. Nah, fuck YouTube. Fuck YouTube. So. You know where that first part, you know where I jacked that from, right? What we have yeah, 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 yeah. Um, failure God. to communicate. The fuck, man. I even I even uh, told Kiele. Was that Cool Hand Luke? No, that's... Uh, or, uh, no. Is that, that, that yeah, if you go, that's, well, Guns N' Roses used that clip in okay. the song Civil War. Yes, yeah. Bruh, right. so I don't know what movie it is. From oh, a, really? It yeah, is it's from, from a movie. It is from an old movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Cool Hand Luke. I could be totally wrong. It is, yeah. I couldn't tell you. I, I would, my question to you was oh, the music the knowledge. music part, yeah. But I didn't, yeah, I know it's from an old movie. Yeah. But I, I, I don't need your own Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what movie it's from. I'd have huh. to look that one up. Yeah. Cool Hand Luke, is it your guess? I think so. Yep. You know, what we have Actually, here is a failure, failure to communicate. To communicate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some men you just can't get through to. So you get what you have here today. Yeah, because that's a speech the guy. Because I, I can picture the old movie. Yeah. And I, I like he shoots the guy. And then he then he starts giving that speech. Yeah. As to why he shot him or something. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. But. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, we seem to have avoided said Civil War, at least momentarily. For the, for the time being. Yeah. Dude, I'm not going to lie, dude. I was a little nervous going into election day. Like, November 3rd, like, I was wondering, like, is this the last, like, are we going to wake up tomorrow and things are going to be, like, radically different as far as, like, dude, I, I honestly believe that if Trump would have won by the end of election night, like, if it was, like, it's called Trump won, 
there'd have been fucking blood in the streets. I I agree. Yeah. To to what extent or level I don't know. Yeah. But there would have been some yeah. turmoil. Yeah. I mean, but they were fucking protesting that night, and it was looking like Biden was gonna win. Like you know, I mean, like they planned. They were just out protesting in in general, and it's like, no, you guys were fucking organized and ready to start burning shit down if this didn't go the way that you wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. And so, and unfortunately, I do think that Trump probably lost because there were people who didn't who looked at that and they're like, you know what, I I don't I don't feel like a vote for Trump will keep me safe. Yep. So they're like, they don't like Biden, but they were like reading the tea leaves and going like, dude, like if Trump wins, like this is going to get really ugly, mm-hmm. really ugly. And so, yeah, it's an interesting thing. But somehow we managed to avoid the uh, worst case scenario, which is losing control of Congress as well. Right. So like that was the thing. Like, oh, dude, somehow, some way, this was like the best case scenario. Mm-hmm. Because it's like the Black Lives Matter and all those fuckers got what they wanted. Biden, how can you burn the place down if Biden's the president? But they didn't get Congress. So they can't just like easily shove all this psycho shit through. So it created a bit of a stalemate in the political situation, which was fucking great. You know, because it was deteriorating. So even a stalemate's a fucking step forward. So yeah, man, I don't know how. Fate is weird. I mean, things could have easily gone another direction. And somehow, like... We, we avoided that. Yeah, man. It's fucking weird. We're, we're in such a weird place as a society right now. You know, it's... You know, there's a couple of things that I just... That I keep replaying in my head. <coughs> you know, at every great empire falls eventually. Yeah. It just, it just happens. Yep. And... I forget what guest was on, Joe Rogan, talking about this. He's like, before the collapse of, you know, all these great empires throughout history, something, a very common thing that would happen is they all get fascinated with um, sex. And, yeah. you know, and the sex of, not not necessarily the act of sex, but, you know, these transgender and gender fluid shit. Like, it happens every time before the fall of a great empire. Yeah. It's like, it's because they don't have anything <clears throat> else to worry about. So then they start worrying about this shit. Yeah. So that 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 thought keeps going around in my head. Like, huh? Yeah, because you know, every great empire does collapse eventually. So yeah. Are we, you know, on the brink of that? Well, I don't know what that means exactly. I don't know yeah. what that means. I, I, I don't know. Like, right. I haven't rationalized that out in my head. Like the Huns aren't going to show up and burn the place down and take over. Right. You, right. you know, like. So yeah, the, there's that. So I haven't thought that out, you know. And then the other thing that I keep going back to is, dude, I am certain that all this fucking bullshit we're seeing and dealing with this we are seeing the negative downstream effects of this participation trophy generation oh 100% that's what this is man. 100%. 100% dude and because all those people now are are these at that age yeah they're the ones out riding the streets they're 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 old even old enough now cuz it that was just after us i i didn't get any participation trophies no like you had to win yeah, but about you know my brother's four years younger. He didn't either. That, that you know that's close enough. But you know you go another ten years or so after that. That's where everybody oh you know everybody's a winner. You know they stop cutting people from teams and you know yeah. having tryouts and shit like this. You yeah. Know, it's, and that's what we're seeing, man. People throwing tantrums because they don't know what it's like to lose. 
they have this false self-confidence that their mom's been patting them on the back, telling them they're great all the time. Fucking special. You're you're not special. Not everybody is special. Not everybody's a fucking champion. Yeah. You know, there's losers and there's winners in this world. And if you don't fucking work hard, you're you're gonna be a fucking loser. There's gonna be somebody that outperforms you. Yeah. Bottom line, and that's it frustrates me when I think about it because that's what we're seeing. Yeah. And it, dude, I'm I can't be the only one seeing this and thinking this. You know, I'm I'm far from an expert in social sciences, but I don't know why this isn't getting discussed on a more you know on a bigger you know stage. You know, it's it, it is, but just not. On social media and not in like the general media because that's not the message that they want to deliver. But like, I just read Gad Sad's book, which he basically goes after the whole culture and social justice warrior bullshit. Uh, I read uh, The Madness of Crowds. Have you read that one yet? No. That's another fucking great book that just deconstructs just how nonsensical all of this stuff is. That like, you know, the the in but anyway, so, you know, those books exist. And what's interesting is like they don't, they have a lot of uh, positive reviews. There's a lot of, you know, they haven't been attacked. So obviously people are interested in it. And then you got like, because, you, you know, again, like, you know, Joe Rogan, for, for better or for worse, like he is one of the major media platforms, I mean, especially in the US. Yep. And so he talks about this shit all the time. And he's still, you know, the fact that he's the most popular media outlet on some level and his stance is very, you know, in that direction, like it, it gets discussed. But what's frustrating is that you see these other areas and these other areas are projected as like, well, this is real life, right? Like social media and, you know, CNN, like they're trying to tell you like, no, 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 this is what's really happening. This is real life. And it's easier to, to sell you that because... It's, it's a bigger, I guess, more prevalent platform. You know, it's easy to just pick up your phone and go to social media or mm-hmm. turn on the TV and there they are versus like, well, I got to read a book mm-hmm. or I got to like listen to a podcast. There's just a little bit more friction between get, you know, getting to those things. And so you're just constantly seeing, you know, the easy media outlets just spewing this one viewpoint that you know is bullshit. I mean, we all know like that's one of the things that, you know, Gad talks about in his book that it's like, you know, this is a, this is an attack on truth. At the end of the day, a lot of this shit is an attack on truth. And they'll even tell you that like, dude, truth is a, you know, Western concept. You know, how, who are you to tell me what truth is? You know, maybe my cultural truth is that, you know, the sun is not the sun. It's a fucking, that's, that's the great coyote. You know, who are you to tell me that it's not? You know, and this is, this is, uh, you know, what, they're saying, and it's like, but that's an attack on truth. Like, okay, you can call that what you want, but we can all agree that that's a, not a fucking giant coyote. That's a big ball of fire that's, you know, we have ways of testing this shit and seeing, and it's like, there is a truth. You can't just say that like, oh, the stars are fucking pinpricks in a, you know, black fucking canopy or whatever. It's like, no, man, like we, we have ways of measuring objective truth. So things like biology, Right, the whole transgender thing is like that's an attack on truth, man. Telling you that, like, you know, men and women don't exist, that women can have a penis, and that men can have babies, <clears throat> is like, that's insanity. It's, it's insane. Yeah, it's, it's insanity. It's insanity, and it's, it's an attack on truth, and that's what gets frustrating is you see these attacks on truth just constantly being shoved down your throats in these certain outlets, and it's like, 
we all know it's bullshit. So it's like, why did it, why does it seem like they have so much momentum and so much in such a big platform compared to, you know, these other things are being discussed, but it's a little harder to get to them and it is a little less. But you look at the numbers, and it's like, dude, that's I I still believe that out of a hundred people, like sixty or more are gonna, like, I mean, probably more, man. Like I would say, like eighty to ninety or more out of a hundred would agree just on like a factual level like yeah there is a difference between men and women like you know men are men and women are women and and they have differences and these sex differences exist like this is a fucking normal thing and but so you have these other 10 people though and they're the ones on social media all the time they're the loud ones yeah and they're the ones on running the fucking cnn Mm -hmm. and all that shit and so it's a disproportionate you know uh level of it so Man, I hear you. It's fucking frustrating. It's so frustrating to man. see, dude. But it is. It's that whole, uh, you know, uh, you need to protect me. Like, dude, whatever happened to sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Exactly. I don't fucking understand. Like, that was a foundational thing that I grew up with. Yep. It was like, suck it the fuck up, man. Someone hurt your feelings? Boo who? Mm-hmm. Like, who fucking cares? But that you can't say that anymore. It has literally been scrubbed from like the the ethos of who we are as a nation. Like you can no longer tell someone fucking suck it up. Did you hear like the whole the brouhaha over the Mandalorian? Uh, maybe. So that show that the that's got the guy that looks like Boba Fett. Yep. And uh, you know he's got the baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Z was Mandalorian for Chris or for Halloween. Mm-hmm. So. In like one of the episodes, they uh, have to transport this frog lady. And long story short, one of the running gags is that you know this lady's got this container that's got her eggs, and she's trying to get to her husband to fertilize them. And you know she got to get there before you know they die and all this shit. Well, Baby Yoda eats some of them. It's his, you know, he eats fucking things, man. It's just his thing. And uh, he, uh, so he's eating these eggs, and it's it's pretty fucking dark because you are like, dude. You know, this is this lady's kids, you know? But man, yeah, all, you got all these people who got pissed off that, you know, he's eating, this is genocide. He's committing genocide on this person. Like, it's a fucking made up character on a made up show. How do you c- commit genocide on a frog lady that doesn't exist? But they, they were like tossing around a few things, but what they finally hit on is that. This is insensitive to women who have dealt with fertility issues specifically uh, and are specifically looking at in vitro fertilization because this was too close to in vitro fertilization and to have somebody eating these eggs was very insensitive to the pain and the problems that these ladies have gone through. And now this has been what, you know, his, you know what I mean? Like you see it, like they throw this shit, the social justice warriors come and they, and they throw different, like they're appalled at something. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, we're appalled at this. And then they start throwing reasons for why they're appalled at it. And as soon as one of their little fucking groups sticks to it, like, oh, infertile women with in vitro fertilization. There we go. There we go. That's the battering ram that we're going to use to fucking shove this shit down people's throat. And it's fucking madness. It's one of the few times trans people weren't there, but I guess you have to like be able to have a baby. I guess. So if you're, yeah, anyways, that's a whole fucking other subject. But, uh, um, so anyways, yeah, there you go, dude. But that's where we're living. This is the society that we're living in where a made up TV show creates outrage on social media over 
a fucking made up thing. It's fucking insane. Isn't, isn't it? it uh, <laughs> isn't it crazy? It is. It just people just people need to do more difficult shit and need to have other things <clears throat> to worry about, man. They, oh my god, yeah. It's need to toughen up and have other shit to worry about. Like it's so God, it's just it's it's maddening. It's mind boggling. It is mind boggling. Mind boggling. Like there's no logic to it whatsoever. No. No. But, I mean, people want... I mean, are they trying to construct a world where you never get your feelings hurt? Yeah. You never get yep. offended? You never get offended. You, you always feel safe. Always feel safe. Yep. You, you always get what you want. Yep. No matter how much effort you put in. That's exactly what they're trying to do, man. Like, that is exactly what they seem to want. And I don't... Like, that sounds boring as hell to me. Like, that's a boring world to live in. Like, I want risk. Like... Yeah, and I want the ability to make that choice. Do I take this risk or not? Yeah. Do I do I do that? Yeah. And if I fail, then I like, fail. I well, fail, and I feel bad about it. And move on. But I move on. Learn the lesson and move exactly. on. Exactly. Exactly. Like I don't like. That's the thing is, you take away so much of what makes humans human if you create this artificial bubble where they they aren't uh, subjected to stress. Like, that's how we learn. That's how we grow. That's how we improve is through stress. We're like fucking diamonds in the rough, man, that need the pressure. And the pressure hurts. It can be painful at times. But that's how, that's how we form. That's what we are. And so to try to take that out of being human is just crazy. I mean, it comes from a well-intentioned place, you know, as far as like, like, do I want people to feel bad? Like, you know, one of the hardest things for me as a parent is knowing what's in store for my kids. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to have their hearts broken. They're mm -hmm. going to have bad things happen to them. They're going to be, you know, in, in pain and it's going to suck. I, and do I want that for them? It, it's tough. It's like, I don't want that for them, but I want the lessons that it teaches them. And I understand that the lessons are super important and they can't be fully developed people without those lessons. And if there's no way to deliver those lessons without that pain, then, you know, you kind of have to just make peace with it. But at its heart, if you ask a parent, like, what do you want for your kid? Man, I don't want them to go through what I did. And it's like, you know, but on some level without recognizing that you wouldn't be who you are today without those things that you went through. And if you think that you've done a good job getting to where you're at, how do you replicate that without that pain? And you can't. But this is, like I said, like it's, you, if you don't, make that that next step right you just get to the warm fuzzy part of that train of thought and you stop you get in trouble mm -hmm. without really saying like okay but what next like how do we continue to develop like good productive you know human beings without this and it's like oh well if we can't then we need to be fucking careful how much we're trying to nerf the world and yeah it's, I don't see how kids are supposed to develop in today's society. And now with all the schools getting shut down. Yeah. Virtual learning. Virtu yeah. Again, this is coming from our leaders that, you know, the people are telling you like, you know, virtual learning, it's fine. It's not, it's, it's okay. And it's not like taking human contact out of being human and just saying like, oh, you know, being on a on a fucking computer and using a, a Zoom conference is the same thing is insanity. It's not. But 
you know, this is the world we live in where like we can't be human. Like we have to deny our humanness because I don't, I don't know why. I guess it's just so messy that when you start talking about our humanness and like, oh, well, certain people like this and certain people like that. And statistically speaking, men are stronger than women. And, you know, women prefer professions that involve like caregiving and stuff like that. And, uh, you know what I mean? Like these are, these, this is our humanness. And to like try and scrub that out of all conversation, you see what we end up with. That's where we're at today with a bunch of people just acting inhumanly, <laughs> which is fucking crazy. It's so crazy, dude. So. Where does it go? You know, that, that, that's the that's the next question. Like, <clears throat> if we stay on this course, I mean, how does this play out? Yeah. I, it, again, when you, when you talk about like what kind of timeline are we talking about? Because over the grand scheme of things, things are like a pendulum. Mm-hmm. They swing one way and then they swing back the other way. And and I think the problem happens, and this is what's happening now, is that the pendulum started to swing towards like the more liberal way of looking at things. Like, hey, gay marriage, you know, women's rights. Hey, trans people are people too. Okay, these are all like good things that our society was kind of moving in that direction. But it wasn't far enough and you want to make sure that it doesn't swing back the other way. And so that's where a lot of this social justice warrior stuff is coming. They're trying to take that pendulum and pull it as far to the left as they can and then fucking tie it and Mm -hmm. force it to stay there. cannot go back the other way at all. That's just not how human nature works, man. It's going to swing back the other way. And I'm afraid, and you already see this, right? Like with, um, you know, CEOs that won't travel with female, uh, you know, coworkers, right? So we're already seeing a backlash where we're actually creating like, you know, anti-women and anti... Division. Division, right. Yeah, I was reading an article the other day that, yeah, the CEO, he would not even stay on the same floor in a hotel as some female, you know, coworkers or subordinates. He's like, no, I'm not even going to stay on the same floor. Yeah. I need to be on a completely separate floor. Yeah. Just so there's no chance. No chance of any, any... Any... anything even being perceived and that that's what's going to happen yes and so that but that's what's happening man and so but that's that's the pendulum trying to go back the other way and and the more they try to force it it's going to go back the other way and it's going to break yeah and and I, like that's what i'm afraid is going to happen is when it finally breaks you know and it may not i'll be honest with you it may not even be in our lifetime like this may be our reality like we may be you know we, this is just our lot the fucking moment of time that we get to experience is you know, this and, but at some point it's going to go back the other way. And the harder people try to fucking force it to not, I think the more extreme the reaction is going to be when it finally goes the other way. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be, you know, tough to get something more in the center. Like what we want is a gentle swaying, you know, right to left. Like that is fine, right? Hey, we go a little more liberal, then we go a little bit more conservative. Then we go a little more liberal. The problem is, like I said, is when people got to try to force their way of thinking. And again, some of this is a little bit from like the conservative side. Like they had the power for a while and they tried to force things over, you know, fucking gay people are all going to hell and, you know, shit like that. Like there is a reaction to like really kind of what happened on the other side of like, we're going to pull this thing in our direction and then try and force it from going the other way. And now we're seeing a fucking extreme reaction. But it's like, until people understand, like, dude, we, we've got to be comfortable with the pendulum swings. There's no way, like, we're always going to be extremely divided. That's, that's the problem. 
And like, I don't know, you know, that's, yeah, that's it. Like, and if this country is ever not going to survive long term, we got to figure this out because these pendulum swings have been getting way, way more, more extreme, yeah, more man. More extreme. Each time they swing, it, yep. it, it comes back a little bit harder and heavier this way. Yeah. A little harder and heavier this way. And then it's just dividing us, man. Mm-hmm. People are looking at it because most people in the middle are looking at the extremes going like, you, you're, that's fucking crazy that way. That's crazy that way. You know? And, and they're fucking mad at either fucking position, really. Mm-hmm. And so it's, uh, yeah, and then you got the people at the edges just... Like, they're the fucking, you know, the fanatics, man. They're driving all this shit. And it's just, they're able to get so much leverage, man. Like, cause, I mean, today with social media, you can just make up a fucking rights group and just start, like, posting and, and calling bullshit on someone. And who the fuck are you? What have you done? You know, like, oh, we're the, you know, grumpy guys against, you know, fucking whatever, right? <laughs> And we just start an account and we just start like, oh, we're this group. And we approach companies like, well, we're this group representing this group. And we've noticed that you're doing this. And it's like, who the fuck are you, man? Like, I've seen this time and again where you see people like having to answer to groups and you're like, who the fuck is that group? Like it used to be the NAACP. Right. Right. Or Jesse Jackson or something. It's like, you knew who the fuck is like, oh, they got in trouble with like someone big. Like they're really doing something. Now it's like every other day you've got some acronym of like five different letters that's like this new group representing a, 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 a you know downtrodden group and and so but they get so much leverage and it's so easy for them to get the leverage through social media and the and, and just how your own the blogs and videos and stuff and so like that's the problem is like how do you fucking stop these extremists because they're the ones driving this but it's so easy for them to get a voice now and then like drive this shit on both sides, right? Both like sides. right now we're seeing, the, but you know, I, like I said, man, you got the people on the other extreme. They're like, all gays are going to hell and shit. And it's like, dude, that's fucking extreme too. Like we don't need that. I mean, you got some countries, you know, a lot of them freaking with uh, the Islam is their religion who like throw gays off of roofs. Yep. So it's even further that way, you know? So it's, it's fucking crazy to go either extreme, but... Yeah, man, I don't know what the answer is, but like I said, between coronavirus and this shit, dude, like these are not easily course correctable things that we have stumbled into. I mean, I don't, I I mean, do you honestly think in 10 years coronavirus is just going to be a fucking memory and we're just going to be living our lives like normal? No, this is, this has changed the course of our society. Yes, for sure. We're going to look back and there's, we're living in history right now. The world, man, this changed the world. The fact that the whole world basically united in the governments taking unprecedented power Mm -hmm. in some areas and imposing these things on people. And it's proved, like, once you give government power, they do not give it back. No, man. And on an international level. Like, it used to be so, you could get away from it somewhere, right? Like, you could go to some other country that's like, man, I don't, we're not them. Like, let's go to fucking Australia or New Zealand or fucking some South American country. But it's like, dude, somehow globally, this whole thing, it's like, yeah, they're not giving this back. No. And they've proven they can do this. And they're like, oh... Over all, something that kills a minuscule amount of people. Yep. All things considered. Not yep. to downplay anybody's suffering in the deaths, but when you look at the numbers, 
Like, this isn't the fucking zombie flu from The Walking Dead. But they, they've... Yeah, man. They, they've learned that they can do this and control us this way. And what's what's going to be the next thing? You yeah. know what I mean? How, how far are they going to try to take it next time? And there's still, all this shit's still going on. I mean, I just seen on this past Sunday night, so a week ago, I think it was, that Denver reinstated curfews. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because the numbers are going back up or whatever fucking nonsense they're claiming. Yeah. And so this shit still is far from going away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. It's... I... I really believe, man, and, like, they're going to look back on this time and, you know, shit gets uncovered, right? Time uncovers shit. Like, you know, the Kennedy assassination. Mm-hmm. Like, look how much more, more we know about what was going on behind the scenes and all that shit, you know, during that time. And... I really believe, man, and I hope it's soon enough to where some of the people in charge fucking have to pay for it, but they won't. They'll just get promoted up the ladder. Somehow they'll become even more powerful. But dude, there's people playing this shit politically. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like they are not doing what's best for us as people. They, they do what's best for them. For them and their their organization. Their organization. Yep. I mean, this whole thing with like you know what uh, Kelly said she read somewhere where like the Democrats are, are saying that they hope that the vaccine doesn't come out uh, until Biden is in office because they're afraid Trump's going to fuck it up somehow. And it's like, that's not the reason Mm -hmm. at all. The reason is you don't want Trump to get any fucking love on the way out. And you guys would rather see this shit extended out so that your guy gets the political glow from it than fucking in this thing. Like, that's insanity. Like that spoke volumes to me that they would even say that. It's like, no, we all want the vaccine to come out as soon as possible. And we want things to get back to normal as soon as possible. That should be the only fucking line that comes out of any politician's mouth. And for them to say like, no, man, we believe politically, blah, blah, blah. It's like, holy shit, dude. Like, this is nuts. Like you guys are just even doing it like out in the open on some level. And we're just like, what can we do? What can we do? I know, I know. It's, it's, like, it's almost like, you know, the curtain's getting pulled back a little bit on all these politicians. You know, because we see how corrupt they're doing. It's just, there's so much corrupt shit going on in there. Like, the rules don't apply to them. Yeah, no. They, you know, they, I mean, there's so many examples. They're all corrupt, both sides. You know, they're, they're, and they're all on it for self-interest. You look at how, like, I mean, somebody like Joe Biden. Dude, he's been in the politics for fucking 50 years. Yeah. And the guy's were, he's a, a, basically a, a public servant for the past 47 years, and he's got a net worth of, like, over $10 million. Yeah. Explain that to me. Yes. They And you tell me there's not shady shit going on there? Yeah. They get the fuck out of here. It's, and... And then that's where, you know, so we're, we're all starting to see that. And so some people are turning a blind eye to it. But they, I think that's why they're trying to implement these levels of control. They're like, oh, they're starting to see what we're doing here. And so we need to control them because, you know, our little plan's getting upended. Yeah. We're going to be able to, we're not going to be able to make as much money off this or manipulate this because they're, they're, they're going to get unruly. So we got to be able to tamp it down a little bit. That, that's where my conspiracy mind goes like. The, the curve's getting pulled back. And I think they're getting the power, you know, all the the politicians are getting a little worried. Yeah. So they're figuring out ways to control us. Like, oh, we can lock them down. We can do this and this. 
And, you know, put a veil back over their eyes so they can't see what we're doing. Yeah. Get them mm-hmm. fucking fighting with each other. Get them fighting with each other. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, that's exactly what it is. Like, if we can distract them with this, yeah. we can get away with this. You know, I have I think I've said it before on here. You know, that's my... I, I'm i certain that, that this is the case with the oil and gas industry and fracking. Because I've seen it and witnessed it fucking hands-on. I worked there. I, the like have companies like Halliburton and whatnot, they love the fact that fracking is the big discussion because it's super easy to defend. And dude, that's not what's really fucking up the earth. Yeah. It's the actual drilling of it. And I, I mean, I could go into it, but, and, and I could prove it. I mean, it's the actual, the drilling in, in before they even cement the well, before they even fracture it to get the shit out of there. That's what's really fucking it up. And for some reason, fracking caught on, and Hal- Halliburton, or you know, Halliburton's like, okay, yeah, you guys can argue about that. Yeah. Because what's really bad, if you guys knew what went into this part of the process, you guys would really be losing your fucking minds. <laughs> so we'll let you guys talk about this, and I think that's the same thing going on here. Oh yeah, I've said forever, man, that the real enemy to the American public is uh, no term limits on senators and congressmen. Yep. Because those, like you said, dude. Joe Biden's been in office for 47 years. Nancy Pelosi's been there for fucking ever. Who is more to blame for what is going on and where we're at? The person who's been in some sort of power for 47 years or the person who's been in power for four? Mm-hmm. Like the president on some level is that that distraction mm-hmm. that Congress wants. Because as long as people are fucking focused on them, then they're not focused on like, wait a minute, Joe Biden... 47 years, you ain't accomplished shit, and you're worth $10 million. Like, what's going on here? It's like, no, 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 no. Look over here. Look over here. Look yep. over here. Hey, hey, hey. And we do it because it's easy. And so they've got this puppet over here that's perfect for them, both parties. It doesn't matter who who's president. They can both use them as a distraction. But, man, as long as you got people that are being congressmen and uh, you know senators and all that shit for 30, 40 years, that's the problem. And, and those people get so detached from reality. Yes. They don't understand what it's like just to be a blue-collar working man. No. They get the fuck out of here. They have zero idea no. what that entails. Yeah. Because they're, they're not affected by these lockdowns. Nope. They still get a paycheck. Yep. They still get they, to go to work. They still, they still get to go to work. Thing. They still everything. Nothing changes for them. Yeah. And so, yeah, they'll implement all these strategies because it doesn't affect them. Right. And you started, like... If you if you had the system set up to where their paycheck was directly affected by what's going on in their community that they're leading, yeah, things would be drastically different. Yeah, but it's not. Well, that's, I was like one of the arguments with Obamacare when they found out. Well, like, wait a minute, why aren't the why aren't the members of Congress? Why aren't they going to be using this as well? Like, why do they have their own special health care plan? Speaking of that, fuck, I got to rant on this. This is fucking horseshit. Okay. Dude, so you know, I don't think I don't know told the story on here. I accidentally stabbed myself. Oh yeah, the, I stabbed myself in the arm a couple weeks ago. Yep. We'll just say I didn't. I did not do that at work. <laughs> but anyways, long story short, had a little accident with a knife, stuck myself in the forearm pretty good, bad enough to where uh, I reluctantly took myself to the emergency room that night. Dude, so I went to the emergency room that night. The care I received was great. No complaint there. They took, I was in and out of there under an hour. They got me in there. They cleaned it. They super glued it. Gave me a tetanus shot. Sent me on my way. The next, like the next day, I had to go see a hand surgeon specialist to make sure I didn't damage any nerves. That was the extent of it. I'm, I'm good to go, right? Holy 
fuck, dude. Because I got insurance, they charge the shit out of it, dude. Uh, you know, and I have I haven't had anything else go on this year, so I haven't met my deductible. Yeah. Dude, that just that little experience right there is costing me twenty four hundred dollars. Ooh. $2,400. The emergency room itself was like 17 16 and some change. Yeah. No, almost 1800 It was 17 and some change. And then I get billed separately from the physician. So the physician that works in yes. the emergency yep. room, he's got, they got to get their money too. Yes. So I received another bill the other day for like 700 bucks. Yeah. So $2,400 for that. Yeah. Because they know I can pay it. And they know my insurance company will pay it. Yeah. You know, so people that had, you know, again, like, just your average blue collar working stiff gets fucked because so many people show up to the emergency room for care that don't have any money or whatever. And so they got to jack the fucking rates up on the other people that can. Yeah. 24 fucking hundred dollars, dude. And well, all they did was clean it and super glue it. Yeah. Well, what's also, if, if you, and a lot, of, a lot of people don't know this, if you contact the hospital, if you get a bill yeah. yourself and you contact them, They'll, they'll either work out payments for you yeah. or they will, if you can pay it off, they'll actually give you a discount a yeah. lot of times. You they'll can knock. tell them pay cash. Yep. You know, they, you, because the reason they charge so much is because you know they go through the insurance company. Yeah, the administration fees and shit that right. they got to do all the time and effort. So, but, but again, it just speaks to the fact that like, well, they're, so this is what it actually costs. Right. Right. Which if I go to you and I say, hey, I'm just going to pay cash for this procedure. What's this cost? Well, so then that's what it probably actually costs. But then you see what they bill insurance. It, it, it just goes back to what you're, you know, talking about. Like it, it's kind of, you know, one, yeah, they got to overcharge period in general because they're trying to make up for people that don't pay anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the insurance is they, uh, if, if you got it and they can charge it, man, they're going to charge they're gonna it. They're going to charge $2,400, man. Yeah. Super glue. They cleaned it. Super glue tech shop. Yeah. Yeah. I had some good, I think my nose was like 1400 bucks when I split my nose open on Kauai. I had to go into the emergency room, and they had to give me a couple stitches in it, and uh, clean it out. And yeah, I racked up quite a few thousands of dollars worth of medical bills because I didn't have insurance when I lived on Kauai, and I'm riding my bike and just getting fuck. Oh, my thumb! That's right, thumb surgery. I had to pay for that out of pocket. I had to pay for my fucking nose out of pocket. I had to pay for my severed urethra out of pocket. <laughs> So, Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. That's no, funny. man, it's funny it's now. Not too now many, that I got two not, kids, not, and not, too many, not too many people say I had to pay for my severed urethra. Yeah, that's not one. Uh, I that's wish. not a story you wish you could. It's tell. Not one on, I wish on too many people. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So um, yeah, tens. You know, it's probably close to twenty grand. I, I paid out of pocket. Um, maybe not quite that much, like fifteen. But it was, dude. You know, when you're not making any money in your twenties. That was a lot of money, but I paid it. Right. And and you could we made talk to the hospitals, made deals, and, and that's one of the things, man. Like, you know, you're not going to the hospital and getting turned down. Like, you don't show up with an injury or something wrong and say I don't have insurance, and you're getting turned out on the street. Like, I think that's that's like the image. That, yeah, that's what, that people have. That's what they they put out there. They want you to think that. That's not what happens. No, you just get the bill. Right. And then you need to deal with the bill. And, and it, that's what happens. No one's getting turned away. You're getting the care you need. You're getting what you need. But yeah, you just have to pay for it. And then that means you have to make arrangements for it. So, you know, if you don't have insurance, then, you know, that's, that's what happens. But even if you have insurance, you, know, you got the deductible and stuff. So 
Yeah, it's a, uh, it's an interesting, I don't know, just, you know, talking to Shiloh, because she's, you know, teenage kid in high school, so she's getting, like, all the lefty-leaning mm-hmm. stuff, like, you know, how, you know, Trump is anti-trans, and it's like, I'm like, how fucking arrogant do you have to be to believe that you're at the center of every decision? Every decision someone makes, they sit down and they go, what can I do to screw over the trans people? Yeah. Yep. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Like, how fucking arrogant do you have to be to think that that's what is going on? But that's what, that's the message is like he's anti-trans. Yeah, they, they, that's, that's, he wakes up in the morning like, hmm. What can I do I'll, to screw over the trans how people? How can I fuck these people over? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, no, no, no. He tries to like, you know, he's reversed some things on Obamacare. And that's the thing. It gets presented as like Obamacare gave shit to people that they didn't have before. And now all of a sudden it's theirs and this is their civil right. And so if you take it away because Obamacare overreached and was excessive in some areas, then you're impinging on my civil rights and you're taking these things away. And it's like, but these aren't things that have been historically yours forever. You know, these are like new experiments and we can, we should be able to say, Hey, you know, maybe we should talk about this, but it's, uh, yeah. Trying to explain to Shiloh, like difference between healthcare and insurance and like the reason the system's broke is that we're trying to treat insurance like healthcare and insurance is, it's a different thing. It's like, Hey, if we're just going to have healthcare, then that's great. Everyone pays in the same. It's like a, you know, government thing, probably, you know, insurance is like, I'm, I am betting on how much help I'm going to need down the road. So if I'm like really fit and healthy and I don't need a whole lot of help, then I can get less insurance than someone who isn't. And if someone has a pre-existing condition that's going to cost like a lot of money to fix, a company should be free to not have to take that person on because they're going to have to pass those costs on to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Obamacare changed that. And, and so, you know, like I've seen my insurance prices fucking skyrocket since Obamacare went into, uh, into effect. And so, but yeah, trying to explain that to people that like, yeah, man, you can't treat insurance like healthcare. If we're going to do healthcare, let's do healthcare. But this, you end up with $2,400 emergency room visits because they're trying to tack on all the money for the healthcare side of it, which is like paying for people that don't have insurance or like forcing insurance companies to have to pay for pre-existing conditions and, and things like that. So it's fucking crazy, man. Fucking crazy. It's frustrating. It is frustrating. But yeah. Anyways, what are we gonna do? Go train jujitsu. Let's go train jujitsu. We got any jujitsu related shit we should talk about? <laughs> Worlds is canceled. Is it canceled? Yeah, IBJJF Worlds are not gonna hold one this year. Hmm. Yeah, because you know things are starting to go backward with the coronavirus now, so shit's getting locked back down. Because the tournaments were opening back up. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it looked like we're gonna have it. I remember, you know, mentioned earlier in the year. It's gonna be weird because uh, what that Kenyan Duarte guy or whatever uh-huh. the he got. Uh, disqualified he had won last year mm-hmm. and then he got popped for PED use so they stripped him of the title so there was like officially no world champ in that category last year and then they're not going to have world champs this year so it's kind of weird to think that there's going to be like a two-year gap they're like there's no world champ right now mm-hmm. who's world champ yeah no one we're not going to know for another year plus so there you go no world champ I don't know why I thought, find that an interesting Thought. They need to get all this shit sorted out before next September because Abu Dhabi is going to be coming around again. Right? 
That, they're that, still planning on it, man. I think, I think, cause I think that's, yeah, it's the odd years. So it'll be 2021, you know, like September 2021. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, I think by then. God, I would hope. I would hope. Jesus Christ. But, yeah. God, I know. We'll see where it ends up. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Got a uh, grumpy guy and training today. And see who's there. He said it was kind of sparse last week. Yeah, last week it was rough. There was nobody there. Yeah, I know. I took last weekend off. I gotta start taking Fridays off. Like it's just It's a lot. Yeah, for me to go into my week energetic, and that's what I wanna do. Like I don't wanna go in a kids class like, oh god, dude, I gotta teach kids classes. Like I wanna go in like fucking excited. Recharged. Yeah, yeah, fired up. So I just realized like, dude, you know, Sunday was my only day off from jujitsu. That's not enough. No. As I, I was just finding myself dragging into Monday and it wasn't fun. So it's uh Oh, I was gonna say too, I realized you know one of my favorite things about rolling at my gym is? What's that? I never get done with a roll and someone says, man, you're really strong. Because <laughs> I am never the strongest guy. I mean, I'm rolling with fucking giants, man. Yeah, yeah. Giants. I don't know why it struck me the other day. Because that's it's one hilarious. of those like backhanded compliments that mm-hmm. I, I get often uh, is, oh, you're really strong. And it's like, man, I never hear that at my gym. Like, I don't have to, like, I am the weaker guy. This is awesome. So... It is all technique, man. It is a different thing, like wrestling big guys. I think I mentioned before, like, it's tough, but there's a lot of fucking lessons to learn from it. Like, you being the smaller, weaker person in the scenario, like, you got to get your fucking jujitsu on yeah, point, man. Yeah, dude, you can't muscle those big guys. No, man. No. It's, uh, so, yeah, but it's good. It's a fun challenge, but, uh, yeah, I enjoy being the fucking Helio Gracie in there. <laughs> Small little weak dude. Just crawling around them on their backs and shit so it's good shit yeah man alright cool that's it it's called a rat All right. train sounds good see ya Than you.